Hello and welcome to another episode of the Dallas Christian College Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Spees, the Director of Advancement here at the college, and we're grateful that you've joined us as we continue in our series, One Faith, One Body, based on the book of Ephesians. Today you're going to be hearing from one of our students who's in Dr. Eddie Sanders' Preaching the New Testament class that's been meeting this spring semester, and one of their assignments was to prepare for an episode of the Leadership Podcast and to share that with you, our listeners. So joining us today for our fourth episode is Dwayne Rivera. Dwayne's a freshman, came to us from Charlotte, North Carolina. He's majoring in practical ministries, and today he's going to be sharing with us from Ephesians chapter 4. Dwayne, it's good to have you. Thank you. It's good to be here. Facilitating today is the Director of Learning Technology and the Associate Professor of Intercultural Studies here at the college, Mr. Gary Hardy. And I'm going to turn it over to you, Gary, and let you kick off today's discussion as we continue in our One Faith, One Body series focused on Paul's letter to the Ephesians. Thanks, Scott. Uh, welcome, Dwayne. Glad to have you here with us today. It's always exciting to have students uh, that we can showcase and have talk. So we're going to jump right into it. Uh, we've already done three of these. So if listeners, if you haven't heard the first three, I encourage you to please listen to those as well on chapters one, two, and three, but we're in chapter four today. And so Dwayne, I'm going to hand it over to you and let you get us started. Awesome. So yeah, today we'll be in Ephesians four. Uh, mainly I'll be, I will be speaking about uh, verses one through 16. It starts like this. <clears throat> I, therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to, called to the one hope that belongs to your call, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all, but grace was given to each of us according to the measure of Christ's gifts. Therefore, it says, When he ascended on high, he, had, he led a host of captives when he gave gifts to men. And he gave gifts to men. In saying he ascended, what does it mean but that he also descended into the lower regions of the earth? He who descended in <clears throat> is the one who also ascended far above all the heavens, that he might fill all things. And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ, until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the acknowledgement of the Son of God, to mature, to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about every wind of doctrine by human cunning, by craftiness and deceitful and deceitful schemes. Rather than speaking in love, we are to grow up in every way into who, into him who is the head into Christ. Who is the head into Christ, from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. So, uh Dwayne where do we go with this? Well, first, initially, we see in verses 1 through 6, we, we see a call to maintain unity in the Spirit. Um, now you, you could go with this by saying, uh, using the, the fruits of the Spirit to be able to, to get along with each other and live a life worthy of our calling. And for instance, it, it says right here, humility, gentleness, patience, and bearing in love. Yeah, those do bear quite a similarity to those listed yes. the fruit of the spirit in Galatians, right. don't they? Right. 
And, and so you could say that the fruit of the spirit, you know, patience, kindness, faithfulness, uh, self-control, love, patience, all bear, um, help us to, to get along as brothers. Yeah. Keeping that unity. Yeah. Um, so, but we're all different. Right. So how does that work out? <laughs> exactly. So in verses 7 through 16, we can, we see, we see a couple different things, right? Um, we, we see first the gifts that we most commonly know in a church setting. Uh, for instance, uh, we see here prophets, evangelists, apostles, shepherds, and teachers. Um, but not everyone has those gifts, right? Not, mm-hmm. not everyone is called to be a pastor, or an apostle, or a teacher. Um, but these people do have a calling in, within the church to educate and we see the three three things that they were called to do to equip saints for the work in ministry some translations say service um which can be an umbrella of, of many things um and as well as building up the body in christ i think it's interesting to, to also note that paul talks about the the these people being gifts that right. is they have gifts but they are gifts to the church right um a gift that isn't directed mm-hmm. towards the body is kind of useless. Right. Uh, it's not being directed in the right way. You may be gifted, right. but if you're not using your giftedness mm-hmm. to do for the body what Christ is calling you to do, it's pretty pointless. Right. Of course. Yeah, that, that's a great point, Gary. Um, and, and these gifts that, 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 you know, are in the Old Old Testament, it does say that the people that worked in the temple were gifts to the people. Um, we, we would call these communal gifts communal giftedness right Mm -hmm. uh gifts that are for the community or for uh, building up the body of christ um but as you mentioned there there are different gifts and we're all different um which we would would go into uh having us having different gifts that aren't necessarily those five that we listed before and what some what would some of those be um some of those would be maybe maybe you have a gift of being really good at a sport um, hmm. or you're a really good cook. Um, you know, uh, you're very good at keeping, helping people be organized, uh, good musician and etc. Right. Um, these gifts, you could almost say the, the word used here for gift would almost be charisma. Hmm. And the Google, Google definition of charisma is charisma is a compelling attractiveness or charm that can inspire devotion in others. Hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, how do we take these different parts, these different gifts, and mesh them together? Well, that's a good question, Gary. Um, you know, in Romans twelve four through 6, it, it reads, For as in one body we have many members, the members do not all have the same function. So we, though many, are one body in Christ and individual members of one, of one another. Yeah. Um, you know, this, Paul uses this imagery multiple times in, in the New Testament in his letters about, you know, us being various parts of the body, hands, feet, right. eyes, ears, whatever, and how that we need every part. Right. Um, you know, when a body loses a body part, it can still function, but it's never the same as mm-hmm. it was before. Or when one part of the body isn't functioning properly, it has an effect on the rest. There's a, right. There has to be a compensation right. sometimes, and that puts stress on other parts of the body. Mm-hmm. And so it's important to remember that, that regardless of what your function in the body is, it's important. 
right. you know, even even the t what we consider the tiniest part is still plays an important part. Right. And I think Paul really did a good job of, of explaining that um, in Romans uh, that we are all different. Like you mentioned, Gary, uh, we all have different gifts. Uh, some of us have similar gifts, but in, in, in each way, we, we're all different. Um, but the main key here is that we use the, these gifts to to grow in love and, and to become more like the head who is Christ. And when we do that successfully, the body, uh, as it mentions here, is able to to grow, to grow. So part of this is this, it helps us in just growing up to know right. what our gifts are and how to use them, right? right. Um, and spiritual, spiritually growing, I mean. And what's the ultimate goal in that? Oh, ultimate goal for the church uh, is to, be, to become more like Christ, mm. to become more like Christ. And, uh, you know, as, as Paul mentions in, in Ephesians 4, um, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness and deceitful schemes, rather speaking the truth and love so that we grow in every way into him who is the head into Christ. Mm. So this almost this spiritual maturity that we have as, as believers, when we decide to lean on each other and not become individuals, right? A lot of times when, when out in the world, you see a lot of, you, we experience a lot of people, some more mature than others, but it's almost as if the people that are mature and growing have a good network of people that are connected to them to pour into them wisdom uh, guidance you know um and when you like that a lot of times we we use our gifts for our own selves and and the growth of the church is affected by that yeah 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 um you know the body is connected to the head or it should be because it can't live without that right of course. and uh, christ is our head he's mm -hmm. the head of the, of the church and we are the body of christ which means whatever Christ is doing in this world, he's doing through us. Right. Uh, whatever I do from my head is coming out through my hands and my mm. feet, mm. my mm. mouth. And uh, mm. So when we're controlled by the head, then we're doing what the head wants us to do and not, not just running on our own kind of agenda. Of course. Yeah. Um, I, you know, we, we had a DCC leadership podcast on, uh, on, uh, serving like the king uh -huh. uh, a while back hmm. and one of the points we made in that was was that you know how the the way the king goes is how the kingdom goes mm -hmm. and you know the way christ goes is the way that his body should go um we saw in that previous set of podcasts that well israel didn't have a good kingship saul was mm -hmm. not a good ruler and so the kingdom went into decline and problems but if we're connected to christ as our ruler as our head mm -hmm. then we can expect to see good things happen mm -hmm. uh, because that's what he wants for us. Yeah. yeah that's, a, that's a very good point, uh, Gary. I actually had a, that quote written down as you were saying, uh, as you were saying it, I was, I smiled because it's the same thing I have down. It says, as a ruler of this, as a ruler is to the city, so are the people. Yeah. Um, and and uh, a good king, usually in the Old Testament, meant good people and a wicked king meant wicked people so as we are connected to the head as you said of christ we should therefore be christ-like <laughs> right? yeah absolutely of course. Of course. and you know one some of those gifts that we talked about early in the very beginning 
were gifts to help us do that. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, pastoring mm-hmm. and teaching, uh, building us up. Um, those are those kinds of communal gifts are the things that you know. It's not just enough to sit and say, "Well, I'm just going to read the Bible mm-hmm. on my own." Right. We need we need help. We need teachers. We need each other right. um, to be able to, to to do that. And that's why God gives us not just His Word, but His family, mm-hmm. His body mm-hmm. to help us with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the idea of a lone Christian mm-hmm. is uh, an, antithetical. Right. to biblical right. teaching in Christianity, I say. Right. Of course. Yeah, no no man is an island, for sure, uh, especially in the faith. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think one of the challenges uh, that I've noticed, and especially when I've uh, used this passage in any teaching, is that so many of the gifts that you mentioned, Dwayne, are ones of position in a lot of our churches. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we live in a culture where people strive for that position mm. and it's almost okay i i am now an apostle i am now a, an elder i am now a deacon mm. i am now the the, the pastor mm. and you know I, i'm glad you brought up the the series from this spring on serving like a king because one of those key characteristics there gary was the idea of how how uh, was this leadership position being used to serve the people mm-hmm. yeah and i think paul makes a, a great point here you know yes. uh we didn't really mention this but the first three chapters of ephesians uh and we talked about this at the end of the of the previous podcast was that it really was paul's theological summary and his making a case for the supremacy of christ who christ is this idea of us all being children of God, whether we are Jew or Gentile, regardless mm. of our nationality or ethnicity. And then, in case anyone thinks, well, I'm a Jew and I'm a little more special, well, he reminds us, I think, then <laughs> that, right. hey, yeah, uh, it, it's not just for, for, for the Jews who, yes, are God's chosen people, but this good news is for everyone. And then he tells us how we should live. And that's really what you're focusing on right. in Ephesians 4. So in a summary statement to any of our listeners, what would you say? What, how should we approach a leadership position in the church? Uh, I, I think Ephesians 4 makes it very clear um, to edify the body and taking this position in love. I think if we do everything in love, um, keeping Christ as the head, the primary thing, um, everything that flows out of that will be from Christ in love to edify the church in the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think finally it's important also to remember that oftentimes we think about the body of Christ, we think about its expression in one local place, my congregation. Mm -hmm. I don't think Paul had that in mind of just having a church, you know, an individual congregation that was at peace with one another. Mm -hmm. He's talking about the whole body. And, you know, that's one of the, you know, sad things about Mm -hmm. the modern church. And it's been going on for a long time is the divisions that we have Mm -hmm. between congregations, denominations, and things like that, that it's sure it has to start with, our, our close-knit family where we worship every Sunday mm-hmm. or whatever, but it also has to reach out uh, and across, you know, geography, ethnicity, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, even some theological points uh, to unite us and bring us together. Right. And that goes back to, I think, your, your point there, Gary, about if Christ is the head, then, yeah. then these natural fruit of the Spirit 
love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, humility, gentleness, bearing with one another. Those things are natural fruit yeah. because Christ is the head. Yeah. That's great. Any other last thoughts, Gary? For no, I just thank you, Dwayne, for uh, sharing with us today and for putting the work in on this. Uh, thank you. We're for excited to uh, to think about and to put into practice uh, right. unity uh, yes. in the diversity, with, right. even with the diversity of gifts that we have, the way right. that it can bring us to unity. Mm. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I, uh, too, want to want to thank you for sharing. And we're going to continue in a couple of weeks. We'll be uh, continuing in our study and looking at Ephesians chapter 5. But uh, for this series, I've been asking each of our students to say a prayer for you, our listener, uh, trusting that God's Spirit's going to move today, whatever day you are listening to this podcast and whatever message uh, has been communicated is what you needed to hear today. So, Duane, I'm going to let you uh, say a prayer for our listeners and and wrap us up today. Awesome. Thank you. Jesus, uh, first of all, we thank you for for another day that we're able to to enjoy this this earth you created. Uh, Thank you for the opportunity to bond with my brothers in Christ and and to be able to have a good time recording uh, this this episode. Jesus, I pray that we are able to to lean on each other as brothers and sisters in Christ, that um, we are help and we are willing to, to give up our lives for, for our brothers and sisters, um, to be more like you, God, so that the world can see the difference that you make in us, God. I pray that we use our gifts to edify each other and, and edify the church, God, and so that we become more like you in your likeness that we can grow and um man lead lead others to christ not based on our words not based on on how we look but based on who we are as children in you uh, we thank you and your name we pray amen 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 again we want to thank you for joining us for this episode of the dallas christian college leadership podcast if you want to learn more about dallas christian college you can check us out at our website www.dallas.edu Uh, There you can find out more about our, uh, especially our ministry programs, and you too could be a student just like Dwayne, studying more about how to teach and uh, learning more about how to handle God's Word in a way that edifies the church. Thank you again for joining us today. Take care, stay safe, and we'll catch you next time.